Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. on Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Paul Dottino back with you on the Giants huddle here on Giants.com. You can always catch this program on Giants.com slash podcasts as well as your favorite podcast platforms. We have just finished the Giants preseason home opener as they knock off the Cincinnati Bengals. By the final count of 25 to 22, I am with Brandon London for some instant analysis. And I guess the first thing you have to say about any preseason game, Brandon, is you want to come out healthy. Now, the Giants had Graham Gano leave the game uh, examined for a concussion. You had Kayvon Thibodeau leave the game with a knee injury. And you had Darian Beavers, another linebacker, also leave the game with a knee injury. Giants are hoping for the best in all those cases. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because those are three players that you look at that are Probably going to make this roster, obviously, Kayvon Thibodeau with the fifth pick of the draft, Graham Gano being the starting kicker, but Beavers was someone that we've been looking at who have been making plays throughout this camp that you really wanted to see him grow, not only in the special teams game, but defensively. Where What value can he add in situational football as a linebacker? So you wonder how much that's going to affect practice coming up this next week, especially with the New York Jets coming in town for a joint practice. All you can do is just hope that these guys will be back out at some point and these injuries aren't something that could linger on possibly throughout the rest of the season. One thing for sure is that uh, the Giants have, have dealt with a lot of injuries in years past and already they're starting to deal with some now. But overall, I suspect the organization will have a feel-good feeling after tonight's victory. Uh, again, last-second win. They're 2-0 and in the preseason, but they did so many good things. Give me a thumbnail overview before we start to ask about specifics. Uh, I thought the receivers showed up. I thought you saw, and of course I'm going to talk about the receivers. My eyes were really? glued. My eyes were glued to them, Paul, but it's because this Giants offense has taken a lot, you know, uh, taken a lot of heat over throughout this training camp. There have been different guys who have been stepping up. There have been different guys who are looking at opportunities and really trying to seize opportunities. Obviously, last week it was Colin Johnson with his big day, huge day, not only um, – catching the ball, but just the overall confidence that you see the the quarterbacks have in him. Today it was Alex Bachman, who 
over 100 yards catching. He's a guy that has been around, who's tried to, you know, who's who stayed within the club, within the organization via special teams and getting in late throughout the season and getting some spot time. And you just saw the confidence that he had in himself. And that receiver room, David Seals came in and made some plays. Uh, you wanted to see Richie James make some plays. Um, today he had that one drop, which he's got to go up and get. But that is a crowded receiver room, and you are seeing – the cream try and rise to the crop to, to the top and you see guys trying to implement themselves not only on this roster but within this Giants offense. Alex Bachman who had a cameo I think three games last mm-hmm. year with this team but he's been on the practice squad for a couple of years finished up with 11 catches for 122 yards at a touchdown and also plays on special teams got down there in coverage a couple of times. The thing that I worry about with him is that can you have too many small receivers in the room you know, and, and I just wonder if the mix is going to make it difficult for him to crack it. Yeah, I, I believe that because obviously the first small guy that we could talk about, Mighty Mouse, Wandell Robinson, he's not going anywhere, Paul. We know that. Um, he hasn't been able to really get the ball into his hands during the preseason. And I don't show think they want to show it. I don't think they want to show it. It's almost like he got the jet sweep today, and it was like, I think they're. You don't want to be excited, happy that it was a, a negative play, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to show the di- the dynamic on that kid and what he can do. Again, to go back to Richie James, he had that first punt return, and it was just a wash. It was, it was no gain. It was good to see him field the punt, show that he can be relied on. It was a tough, contested, uh, fielded punt. But then you throw him into the receiver category, and, he, and Tyrod Taylor gets out, makes a play, extends the play um, for a little bit longer, throws it up a little bit higher, but you want him to see him. You want to see Richie James go up and make that play because I call those type of plays a one play. You want to go show that you can make a play like you're a one. So you may not be the one in terms of over Wandell Robinson right now. I don't think there's anyone out here that doesn't think that he would have went up and, and wouldn't have came down with that. We think Wandell Robinson's having that type of camp to go up and make that catch. But when it comes to Richie James being that, that reserve Wandell Robinson, smaller body-isk type player, okay, you didn't get to show what you could do, be how elusive you were on the first punt return. I need you to go up and make that catch. Because then after he did have uh, a 10-plus yard gain on that punt return. So just to think of how you could have stacked some good plays together had he made that catch and then the elusive punt return. I just think he left some money right there on the on the board. All right, let's talk about a guy who was often discussed during this whole offseason, Daniel Jones. Okay. Uh, a 7 for 8 for 79 yards on the touchdown drive that uh, went between the first and second quarters. Uh, for the game, 14 of 16 for 116 yards. And I have to tell you something, Brandon. He's had an exceptional week of practice. Played well, I thought, against the Patriots. Followed up with a great week. And then tonight was really terrific. Stacking days together. You're stacking days and you stack, you just stack the game on top of a, of, of a really solid week. And that's one thing that you want to see with Daniel Jones as he continues to progress within this offense. Look, I understand if you make a bad throw in practice, you throw an interception, Twitter's going to jump all on you, social media. That's just where we are. No one's going to give him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to, all right, where is Daniel Jones in terms of comfortability within this new Brian Dable offense? And you're seeing him make strides. 
you know, you, there's more. Within you, while you go through practice, Paul, more is being thrown to you each day. More is being thrown at you. And when you're talking about a guy that has the opportunity to become the Giants' QB1 for quite some years, I believe that Brian Dable, Mike Kafka, is going to continue to shake things up when it gets to him because he's a smart quarterback, and they want to see what they can throw at him. And you're seeing him now, again, a solid day. Now, Paul, maybe he doesn't play next next game, obviously with that being the third preseason game. But as we get into the national, going down to Tennessee, as we get into playing Carolina and Dallas, now you want to see that next step of progression being some deep balls completed because you know this offense is going to need chunk plays. Now for those people who did not get a chance to see the game, they'll look at the stat line and they'll see one interception. Mm-hmm. However, not on Daniel Jones. On rookie tight end Daniel Bellinger, who deflected a ball in the middle of the field and it got picked off, uh, that's one where the rookie's got to make a play for his quarterback. You have to make that play because you've been brought in to be a sure-handed pass-catching receiver again, and maybe this is on me. I look at the kid, and the first thing I initially thought was, oh, look, it's 6'7 Kevin. It's Kevin Boss out there. May not be the biggest freakish athletic tight end, create a mismatch problem, but he looks like a long-bodied pass-catching tight end that's going to catch the rock. You saw in the first play of the game on the sit route, Daniel hit him, hit him right there on the numbers in the chest with someone on his back. He made that contested catch. You want to see him be able to make that catch that doesn't get picked off because of what Daniel Jones, again, Daniel Jones is having to make throws, having to make, uh, 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 having to make plays in terms of putting together good rep, rep after rep after rep, stacking good reps against each other, uh, uh, one after each other. And again, yes, that will be something that we're like, okay, that's not on Daniel for that interception. But at the same time, when you go 14 for 16, you don't want to have a, uh, a interception in there, regardless if it's your fault or the other guy's fault. Just trying to clean those type of things up. I let the rook, hey, you've made plays throughout camps and in games before, but let's clean that up going into the season because this Giants offense can't have turnovers, uh, especially off of tip balls. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2022 season. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, and more. You can lock in your seats starting at just 100 bucks. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. Next time the Giants get the ball, they wind up going on the touchdown scoring drive, and Bellinger catches a three-yard pass on a rollout to convert a third and two. And I think that's important because you don't want the rookie 
to leave with that bad taste in his mouth. You want him to be able to come back and make another catch as opposed to feeling bad about the, the deflected pass. Yeah, I mean, when you evaluate these guys and you take them through the combine and you're working them out and they're in their pajamas or, or the tight tees at the combine, you can't see if a guy is mentally tough or not. So let's say he dropped the ball at the combine or he dropped the ball at one of his pro days. When you're evaluating, because everything you do is getting evaluated from the time they're like, hmm, I like this guy. Let me take a look at him. You want to see how did he bounce back from drill to drill um, from, from catching the ball. And for Again, Paul, it's only a three-yard catch, and people can be like, oh, who cares? It's only a three-yard catch. But one, it was a catch after a drop that resulted into a turnover, and it was a first down at the same time. You need to stack together confidence play after confidence play, and that was good for the rookie to come back and make a subtle, simple catch. You'll get your opportunity to make a big play another time, but at least we know we can go back to you. Now, we know what Tyrod Taylor can do. He's won games in this league before, so he was the middle quarterback, and I think he performed admirably well. But maybe the guy who surprised an awful lot of people was Davis Webb, who came on in the second half and, let's see, wound up finishing 14 of 16 for 116 yards and led the Giants on the game-winning touchdown drive. Now, I don't know if the Giants will keep three quarterbacks, but Webb has been an asset to this quarterback's room. The coaching staff really loves him. The players love him. Uh, and quite frankly, he was sharp tonight. And the biggest thing with that, again, not to go back to the wide receivers, but I've been a three. I've been a wide receiver that it's like, hey, you know, you're making plays during camp. You know, maybe you're struggling on special teams. Let me put some stuff on tape as a receiver. So when you go with a third string quarterback, you want to go with a guy who knows the offense, who has uh, uh, some sort of comfortability comfortableness Gives you within a the offense and can give you a chance to make a play. Uh, Davis Webb did that, and you know what? I think it was one of those things where it's like, you know what? Boxman's made, Boxman's made play for me uh, throughout camp. This guy's made a play for me. Uh, this guy over here has made a play for me. Let me make sure I get the ball to the usual suspects because I know, hey, I want to make sure I put some good things on tape as the QB3, but I'm going to make sure that you guys put some good things on tape as well so you get a fair evaluation to not only make this team, to, but to make one of the 31 other teams around the NFL. We know running back-wise, Saquon Barkley did not play. Breida didn't play. Brightwell didn't play. But all of a sudden, Antonio Williams has had two good preseason games. He's had a wonderful camp. Even Jay Sean Corbin did some good things, and he's returning kickoffs as well. The Giants' running backs room is deep. Antonio Williams, I love what he did last week. I love some of the stuff he did this week as well, Paul. He runs hard. But I can't. I, he does run. He does run hard. But again, as a former bubble guy. Who's, who's tried to make that team to be the sixth receiver in a receiver room. So regardless if Antonio Williams is going to be the third running back or the fourth, if you have an opportunity to show that you can make a one play. And what I mean by that, back-to-back plays on the opening drive, the third down, he did not come out of that tackle and get that first down. And then on the fourth down, he did not convert on that fourth down turnover on downs. So, yes, he was solid last week, and, yeah, he did some some really good things again today versus the twos and threes. But, again, on that one rep, 
when you coming out of that backfield on, I don't know if it's a choice route where he just came out of the backfield and broke to the out, broke that out route, you would like to see him catch that ball, make a play to get upfield and be elusive and, and get that first down. So he had a good day, but I just want to, going forward, if he's going to get an opportunity to, to make this football team, when he gets a chance to be in the runs, he has to, with the ones, you got to make a Saquon, Brita type play. Now, to be fair, he was working behind Max Garcia at center and mm-hmm. Devery Hamilton at left guard. Mm-hmm. Those guys played with the first unit offensive line due to injuries to other guys, and they went virtually the whole first half. They were admirable for the most part, but on that fourth down, they did not get the push that Williams needed to run behind. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because you need that. And that, again, it's another thing where you're playing above the X's and O's in that sense. And when you're, I'm not jumping on him, Paul, and I'm you're not one of those guys like, oh, you got to make that. But as a bubble guy, if if he's one of those guys that I walk to the facility with in the mornings, you know, I sit and eat with because we're all bubble guys. He's. I know that in his his head, people can come up to him today and be like, "Hey, you ran hard. You ran." Those are two plays that are going to be in his head, regardless of who was the tackle, who was the guard. You're looking at it. If I want to make this team, if I want to be a starting running back or a guy in this league, not just a jag, a guy, not just a guy, then I have to convert on that first down on one of those. But he'll get another opportunity with the Jets. Uh, coming up uh, next weekend. Now, Coach Brian Dable has mentioned to us that, you know, besides the starting five offensive linemen, which they don't have in place right now because, again, of injuries, the depth chart is kind of wide open. There's a lot of competition going on. And obviously, Holden had to be the second-half center tonight. He's never played center before in football. So that was a difficult spot for him to be in. But I think it's fair to say all the Giants offensive line backups tonight did admirably well against the Bengals' defensive front backups. And that's not a bad thing. Safe to say. Go ahead and say it with your chest, Paul. Say that. I have... I. Haven't seen a two or three offensive line hold up this strong in a preseason game or preseason games, plural, and who knows how long. Everyone, if you're listening to this, just think when you're watching the twos and threes throughout uh, training camp, throughout uh, these preseason games, it's pure chaos. The quarterbacks run around like a chicken with his head cut off because there's always some sort of blitzer that comes scotch-free. There's always some sort of uh, uh, mess-up communication-wise on that offensive line. But you're seeing a pocket. You're seeing a bubble. And you're seeing guys like Tyrod Taylor and Davis Webb being able to step into throws, being able to have time for routes to develop. When do you ever see guys, when do you ever see guys hit dig routes with the twos and threes you don't see that much because they don't have that much time to really stand in the pocket and hit a six route at 15 16 20 yards and you're seeing these sort of things you're seeing a comfortability a comfortability with within the uh, Giants two and three offense and the run game as well we haven't seen a stronger performance by a two and three offensive line in quite some time, and if we could, hey, if everybody can make the team, everyone can make the team. But you could, you know, within that room, Bobby Johnson has those guys battling it out, but at the same time communicating because he wants them to get it right. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year. 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't miss your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giants games and world-class concerts in 2022 as a Giants suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available or place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. All right, final thought. Brian Dable at halftime said, as far as special teams, they've got to be better. The coverage units had trouble again, gave up a 70-plus yard return tonight, which is not acceptable by any stretch of the imagination. They had trouble covering kicks in game one against the Patriots as well. You know what it's like to be a deep-on-the-depth chart guy who's got to help play specials. When does that become a concern for you? Because you know they're still trying to figure out who the core guys are, and they're changing out so many guys. Is it really a warning sign yet, or is it just a matter of they're just changing a bunch of guys out? It's one of those things where if you don't feel as though you're making enough plays as a 3-4 running back, as the wide receiver 5-6-7, DB 5-6-7, linebacker 5-6-7, you have to bring it on yourself now. I get it. You've got to get Wink Martindale's defense down, and you can't mess up on that. You have to get... Uh, Brian Dable's offense down and you have to run the right routes have that right side adjustment when that time comes but you can't not think or not worry or not understand the power that a Thomas McGahee has when it comes to you being able to make this team so you want to play hard for a Kafka and a Dable you want to play hard for a Coach Henderson and and, and a Wink Martindale but at the same time the guy that can keep you in East Rutherford for the entire year is Thomas McGahee. So when you have an opportunity to get off of a block, when you have an opportunity to, to get skinny and make a play on a special team to, hey, it may not even be a pretty tackle, but you just saved a net of 20 yards just because you got in and you made a shoestring tackle. That's the type of stuff that's going to show up on tape. So whether you're Richie James or Alec Bachman, uh, uh, so many guys in my head right now. Whether you're one of those guys and you're fighting to make make a make a roster spot, it's not what you're gonna. You can have a hundred catches in the preseason, but if you're not Wandell, you're not KG, you're not one of those guys. Chances are you're not gonna make this team. So if you get a chance to go down there and make a play on special teams, you have to do it and you have to take pride in doing it. Trust me, Paul. I look back at my NFL career at times throughout preseasons. I've had nine catches in the play uh, in the preseason here, my second year, which was what got me down and picked up on the team uh, with with the Miami Dolphins. But what did uh, Coach Quinn tell me when they brought me in the office? And Coach Coughlin tell me you had your chance to make some plays on special teams that you didn't do. The nine catches was cool. 
that gets you on the practice squad, but had you made some plays on special teams, that would have got you on the 53. So those guys need to take advantage of that opportunity when they play in this stadium again next weekend when they, when, when they uh, play against the Jets. That is Brandon London as the Giants knock off the Cincinnati Bengals 25-22 to in their home preseason opener of the 2022 season. I'm Paul Dottino. We'll catch you next time on the Giants Huddle. And you can always catch it on all your favorite podcast platforms and at Giants.com slash podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.